Welcome to Lawyers Who Care, the video show podcast that highlights attorneys who go above and beyond for their clients. And on each episode, we'll meet a new lawyer and they will share stories of when they went above and beyond legal counsel for the benefit of their client. My name is Andrew Samelin. I'm the principal of Samelin Wealth, a nationally recognized wealth management firm for lawyers, law firms, and their clients. And I'd like to applaud lawyers who care and learn from them. Today, my guest is Noel Fleming, uh, attorney. He specializes in not-for-profit law at Fleming Potenko Law in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Welcome, Noel. Thanks, Andrew. Great to be here. Great. I'm so glad you're here. So, Noel, tell us about uh, tell us about how you came to your profession. Yeah, so I came a very circuitous route, Andrew. Uh, I'm originally from Ireland. I came here in the late 1980s, and I started work as a paralegal in a, paralegal in a large law firm in Philadelphia. After a while doing that, I, I looked around and thought, you know what, I can do what these guys are doing. They're smart, but, you know, it's not impossible. So I bit the bullet finally, and I, I didn't have an undergrad degree, so I, I was getting a little older at this point, and I decided I'll go and get my undergrad, and I will go to law school. Um, I did that. Um, when I graduated from law school, I started, my first job was in just federal tax matters, just dealing with tax issues in general. And that's where I discovered tax exempt organizations and nonprofit organizations. And I really fell in love with those, uh, with that work and, uh, those kinds of clients. And I figured out a few years after that, that you could make a living just focusing exclusively on that practice. Mm-hmm. And that's where we come to be Fleming Potenko Law. We're a three member law firm. Myself, my business partner, Casey Patenko, um, who's also got a passion for nonprofit organizations. And we have a wonderful uh, associate lawyer, Gina Ragone, who's w- with us. And as you said, it's all we do is nonprofit organizations, helping them with all kinds of issues. So what was the tell us a little bit about how coming from another country that you had to go through basically back to the beginning of your college education. How, what was that like where, you know, you, you had to completely. On, uh, take a step all the way back to the beginning of, you know, undergrad. And what was that like for you? And at what age did, did that happen? So that's that's a really great question, Andrew. And it, and it's, um, I think, maybe a surprising answer. So I was in my early 30s uh, when I decided I was, when I bit this bullet to go back to, to, to undergrad. Um, but, and I wasn't, and I was doing it only because my end goal was law school. And I thought, oh, this is just a necessary evil. But you know what, Andrew? I love the undergrad experience, and I got so much out of it. I um, because I think I, I was older, obviously, at that point than most of my, my fellow students. I really got an awful lot out of it, and I I had to take. I remember taking this one art art class, and I was like, "Wow, why do I have to take art?" And I enjoyed it so much; it was <laughs> <just> amazing. <laughs> and so um, I preach that all the time: is like you don't understand the value of the education you're getting, even if you don't think it's of use to you at the time. It really, really is, and and I and I just enjoyed it so much. So um, that, I guess that's what I get out of it as being an older student, and I and I put a lot of effort into it at the time because I really had this goal of going to law school. Got it. Tell us, uh, tell us a couple great stories. We, we uh, at the introduction before we started together, we we talked a little bit about it, and the story sounded terrific. So normally we just have uh, people share one. You've got two very interesting stories. Want to tell everybody about it? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to, Andrew. Yeah. So again, because we work primarily with charities, you know, some of our clients are, are trade associations and social clubs and things like that because they're all nonprofits. Most of our clients are charities, so I feel like we have a lot of you know, good stories, hopefully feel good stories. And so one of them I wanted to share with you today, we have this uh, large U.S. grant making organization that focuses on making grants to 
India. Um, and there's a lot of uh, needy people, obviously, in India, a lot of poor, a lot of downtrodden over there. And they were primarily making the grants to one affiliated organization in India that was then regranting those funds to the smaller charities in India to make sure all the good work was being done the appropriate way. A few years ago, Indian laws changed and they said foreign monies coming into India cannot no longer be redistributed from one charity to another. They now must go directly to the end user charity. And this sort of changed everything for our client because they didn't have the all the structures in place to be able to grant to all these smaller charities directly. And there's IRS rules that sort of they have to jump through a few hoops to make sure they're doing it the right way here. So we worked with them um, through the pandemic and, and sort of got this due diligence structure and uh, tax to coordinate with the tax rules, be consistent with the tax rules, got the structure in place. Um, so that they were able to make a lot of grants to these directly to these smaller Indian charities. Um, and, you know, the charities are doing the, the best work possible. They're helping all these poor, needy people in India. And, and you know, our, our organization, our client is feeling great that they're able to do this. And we've been able to help them um, be consistent with the U.S. tax rules and also satisfy the Indian rules. So it's just a nice feeling to be able to do that, because sometimes you forget that some of these large organizations um, are doing such great work. It's not just, you know, the ones in the trenches. It's the ones that are funding the, the working charities that are really, really helpful to many people. Wonderful. So that, you know, obviously that, that makes us feel good to be able to help in that instance. And then I had a second example, um, Andrew, that we, we spoke briefly about. Because I'm from Ireland, um, a few years ago, somebody introduced me to some wonderful Irish nuns um, who had come here trying to raise uh, contributions uh, to help them with their retirement. And so their story was they had spent most of their lives. These are wonderful, wonderful women. They'd spent most of their lives in Africa, sometimes in war zones, helping poor and downtrodden in Africa. But um, they just gave everything they had for their whole lives. And then they decided they were going to retire back to Ireland, where they came from. And when they got back, they found that the retirement home um, and other resources just were so so lacking. There wasn't enough bedrooms. There wasn't enough space in the home. And there wasn't other resources in Ireland to really help them develop the, the retirement home they needed. So they came to the U.S. Um, and were introduced to me to see if they could start a U.S. charity to seek charitable contributions to help their re retirement in Ireland. And we did that. We created a U.S. friends, what they call a friends of charity that you know, is raising funds as we speak and is sending them back to Ireland and helping them. And I've since gone back and met with these nuns in Ireland and they're just so thankful and so appreciative and, you know, saying prayers for everybody, which is great. We can always do it more prayers and um, they're just wonderful people. And that that's another one that you just feel so good about that you're able to help in, in just a small way. Um, some of these, these great people. That's wonderful. What's your favorite part of, uh, of uh, obviously the smile on your face telegraphs that you're <laughs> kind of into you know, your, your day to day operations, but what part, you know, motivates your partners? What part motivates, you know, you? Yeah, well, again, I think that's, that's it, um, Andrew, that we see what our clients are doing. Um, and I know we're only a, a small cog in the whole system, but if we can help them a little bit, because they do have all these, you know, IRS rules. And then if they're giving internationally, they got these international rules, they got to comply with. Um, and that's, you know, that's just a necessary evil to them. But if we can make that easier for them, that just makes us feel better. And we, we don't do, not that there's anything wrong with litigation, but we don't do any litigation. So we're not adverse to, to anyone really. Um, so we, we just have a good feeling about trying to make things easier for these wonderful organizations. And I, you know, I think that that's what motivates, motivates, motivates us and makes us, you know, get up every day to go back and do this again. Of course. 
So uh, again, today my guest is Noel Fleming. Uh, he specializes in not-for-profit law at Fleming Potenko Law in uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Noel, so that people can get in touch with you, can you uh, uh, give everyone your phone number twice, please? Yeah, absolutely. So area code 267-422-9860. So 267-422-9860. And a web address or any other social media telemetry that people might help or they'll just search you up or they can search they can google fleming potenko law you'll find us um our email address is nonprofitlawllc.com. so nonprofitlawllc.com. uh you can find us there as well got it well no thank you so much for joining us again my name is andrew samuelin principal of samuelin wealth and if you uh, are, uh, know any attorneys that might be interested for uh, this podcast, please have them reach out to us at uh, info at samuelandwealth.com. Again, that's info at samuelandwealth.com. Noel, I'd like to thank you again for joining us. And thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank you, Andrew. Pre pleasure to be here.